0: This is a post-Christian podcast. Welcome to the Revolution Church Podcast.
1: Hello, Revolution. This is Jay Baker with the disclaimer. When I did this sermon, I used an uh, example of me, call, someone calling me and reaching out about me uh, endorsing a candidate. And I talked about never receiving a phone call back from them. Well, ironically, as uh, soon as the sermon came out, I did receive a phone call back. So, just wanted to let you know and also warn you that if you don't call me back fast enough, I might preach a sermon about you. Enjoy the talk. Good morning, everyone. Good to see you. <laughs> I mean, I can't see you, but I can see you down there in the little corner. Um, give you a few minutes for some folks to show up. Sorry I was late. Man. Caleb always need a little... A little java juice. A little java juice because, whew, 11 a.m., good lord. <sighs> what do we look like? Freaking teachers? I don't know. Who gets, who gets up, up early? early on, uh, <laughs> male, I don't even know who gets post, up early, Garbage workers?
0: <laughs> Garbage workers. Dads or, on, sanitar- dads on workers.
1: Saturdays. Mm. You know, like, oh, I got up at 5.30 this morning and watched the sunrise. What would mm. you guys do?
0: <laughs> I don't know any dads like that. <laughs> you don't? Oh, <laughs> man.
1: Um, Tony Jones. He's always getting up at like, like, oh yeah, I woke up at 5.30 this morning and watched the sunrise. Wow, it's beautiful. You know, you're like, yeah, great. That's cool. why you, you know more than I do. That's why you know more theology. Uh, Caleb, that's what I did. Oh. Um, good morning, good morning. This is the day the Lord will has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. Um, so I'm using Caleb's iPad, so that's why it's, we're vertical today. Um, so what are we going to talk about? Um, we're going to talk about a few things. Um, so today, today's the day, um, Today might be the day that you guys just say, "Like, hey, this is this is I'm done with revolution." (laughs) So, I just want to thank you guys for coming all these years, and if I offend you today, um, I understand. Um, so uh, a few days ago, or a couple weeks ago, I got asked by a uh, someone from the Democrat. Democratic Party, uh, to endorse uh, the Democratic presidential candidate, Joe Biden. And so they called me and – well, they texted me and asked me to endorse Biden. <laughs> and so I talked to them and said, you know, here are the reasons why I don't feel comfortable endorsing a presidential candidate – And then I mentioned that, too, that, you know, I am a pastor of a 501c3, and I don't know if you guys know this, but we are not legally supposed to endorse candidates publicly um, as pastors of 501c3s, Um, which is kind of strange because everybody does it, you know. we're just so used to it. So I just said, no, this is nothing I feel comfortable that I, I don't feel like I can do it. one legally, and two, you know, um, I don't completely believe in my, you know I've been a, I'm a lifelong Democrat folks. You all know that. you know That's not me promoting anything. That's just me personally. that's what I've been. Um, but I was just like, you know, this isn't you, know, a candidate that I'm like thrilled about, and I think a lot of people feel that way and so i don't I don't want to endorse someone that I just don't agree with completely. Am I going to vote for him thats it might be a different story, but the fact is you know i'm also not very excited about i'm I'm really not excited about the guy who's president right now. If you follow me and you know me and you know where I come from uh, it's it's nothing i'm I'm excited about um, you know when Ruth Ginsburg uh died um I was shocked like everybody else. I had a knee-jerk reaction. Um but at the same time, I was, you know, I saw some of like, you know, <laughs> the hypocrisy from my own party come out. And hypocrisy hypocrisy from the conservatives too. I mean, it was very clear that both, you know, both sides were playing politics. And uh I, you know, so, I felt like I needed to say something like, oh, isn't it just interesting that we just, we often ignore that when our side is the ones being hypocrites, you know, and just, I want people to think critically. I want us to think differently. I don't want us to put all of our, I want us to be honest and to be transparent. So, when I talk about grace, it isn't to cover, you know, to cover anything. <laughs> I talk about grace because I feel like it gives us the ability to accept who we are, the stand for things that we believe in. Be passionate about those things, and also be able to call out our own mistakes. You know, and in the twelve step program, you know, it, it, one of the things it talks about is when we make a mistake, we quickly admit that we've made a mistake, and that we make it. You know, oh, you know what? I made a mistake. I'm really sorry. That was kind of hypocritical of me. Please forgive me. You know, and and you make it right. And so when you care about your politics, when you care about these things and you you, you call out your own side, it's not popular. Um, over on my Facebook page, I, I just had someone tell me that you know if I criticize the Democratic Party that I'm no friends I'm no friend to the LGBTQ community. And to be honest with you that feels like a huge slap in the face mm-hmm. that I have to choose between two parties you know that all my work gets null and void when I point out, or make a make a and maybe I'm wrong and if I'm wrong you know prove me wrong that's fine but the fact that you know the work that I do gets pulled out from underneath me all of a sudden because I pointed out that there might be some hypocrisy in my own party you know it's it's you know yeah i mean the binary thing it's like we're all like and the fact that we just have so much faith in, in politicians after we see things over and over and over again, you know, that, that, you know, I, who, what was the grace guy that we interviewed the other day? He does the grace course. Oh,
0: uh, Phil.
1: Phil Drysdale. Yeah. Phil Drysdale. Phil Drysdale. Yeah. Sharp guy. Man, like the guy's got an answer for everything. They should just call him the answer. Man. Yeah. Um, and I've been kind of digging a lot of his stuff. Um, and messing with him a little bit too. I've been, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, cause he's, a, he seems like the type of guy you can mess with. Yeah. I mean, I'm figuring Scottish guys are, are, easy to mess with, um, like Irish ones. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but one of the things he said is that sometimes we often go with what is safe rather than what the truth is, what's going to make us feel safe rather than dealing with the truth. Like, you know, we, we rather, you know, I'd rather have a house over my head than say something that's going to cause me to be homeless. That might be true. I'd rather have my career than say something that I'm convicted about. And so it's funny when you speak out about certain things that people don't like, like as long as you're speaking out about what they like, they're like, Oh, Jay, we're with you and revolution church. and Oh, this is great. You know? And then you go, well, I'm going to point out some of our own inconsistencies. All of a sudden people turn and you guys can go over and check out my Facebook page and, don't fight, be nice, you know. There's no reason to get Facebook war. You know, argue well, remember that? You
0: you I think you're you're doing a great job training the congregation <laughs> to to disagree oh, yeah. well. I'm I just, think I think everyone's doing a great job disagreeing well. No,
1: we've done a great job here. I'm saying, yeah. Yeah, we really have. Um and we're we're learning this together. You know, we're going through this together. We we are revolution's more of a family than, you know, some hierarchy church thing. Um But no, if I seem a little upset, it's because yeah, I've had a lot of people question my who I, you know, what I believe and what I think because I Mm. said something that was true. And to be honest with you, it was someone calling me out. A a friend of mine called me out about it. I had said something, they go like, you know, well, what about the hypocrisy on the other side? And I was like, you know what, you're right, you know. And it hit me, and I felt convicted about it. So I was like, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna think about this. I thought about it, and so I put something out and. Kind of wanted to just you know point out my own thing, and uh, you know because I felt like you know you're right. I kind of made a mistake. I need to I need to point out that we both both sides make mistakes. Um, and I did that. So that is not. Uh, it's made a lot of people mad, and oh well. I guess that's part of what you do and, the, and what we do. And I guess if we're not making people upset, I just I guess I'm always still shocked about how much my progressive brothers and sisters are willing to throw each other under the bus Yeah, when at one time they seemed to be the safest group that I could run to because I was leaving yeah. the conservative church, the conservative world, you know, how I saw the Republican Party act when my dad went to prison and, and, you know, that all played parts in why I made decisions like we all do. We all have different things that happen in our lives, different mm. areas in our lives that situations that happen and, and kind of shape us and mold us. You know, and so I thought, well, here's this, you know, the safe group. And I still have all these like passions about liberal politics and things like that. And I still get the nerdy jerk reactions that a lot of people get. I've just learned not to tweet it right away, I've learned to like go and look at. The BBC and go look at other media outlets and kind of research, OK, what is this? What's happening here? What, what are people saying? You know, what, what, are, what are the facts? And realizing you can't even depend on the media completely and I know that because I've watched my whole family be dragged through the media and through the news and that you're not always going to get everything factual. But how can we seek out the truth and facts the, the best we can so we can argue well, so we can have good conversations and so we can be transparent and honest. And have, have real convictions um, that aren't based out of safety, you know, not based out of what's going to make me comfortable, but based out of the truth. So we can work mm-hmm. through that, even if it causes chaos at a time. And we've seen a lot of chaos this year. Um, it's how we have these tough conversations. So, um, you know, I'm sorry that I'm not sorry. Sorry you know i don't want to upset people but you know i never apologize for for standing up for my lgbtq brothers and sisters and i never will and i'm not going to apologize unless i'm wrong and if i'm wrong and i, I and, and you can help me understand why i'm wrong then i'll admit that i think one of the other things that was really hard is the friend of mine who asked me to make the endorsement you know just never got back to me when i said the things that i did And because they asked me some personal questions too, and I was like, "Oh yeah, you know, life's been tough during the shutdown and all this," and and so I, you know, I answered the questions, and then I was like, "You know, I'm a little nervous." So I sent them a message, being like, "Hey, listen, I I I wasn't trying to offend. I was just letting you know where I am and what I'm thinking, and you know, personally, and and that kind of stuff." And you know, they never got back to me. I sent another one (laughs) because I was like, the old people pleaser came out and nothing. You know, and that's tough. It's tough when it's like you realize it's like we're put politics over people. We yeah. put politics over religion. Mm-hmm. You know, we put politics over mutual suffering sometimes. And I don't need to tell you that it's a mess.
0: It's really it's it's the tribalism around the politics really, you know. It's the the us versus them yeah. the and the there's so like you were saying earlier there's so much moral policing happening on the on the left side and and it, it gets absurd you know at, at a certain point where it's it's like a uh, it, it, part of it's cancel culture too you know and stuff like that and it's like oh I thought you were one of us but now you're yeah. saying this well it, it, that's like what your experience is. experiencing it sounds like is people saying well like. You're no Democrat. You know, if, if you were really one of us, then you, you would say all the rhetoric that we say. And, you, you know, you would repeat all the things that we repeat over and over.
1: I mean, I don't follow my faith blindly. You know, like I don't accept books in the Bible. You know, I don't, you know, I question things in the Gospels even. You know, it's like I push back on my own faith. And that's what my life and foundation and center is built on. I push back on myself, you know. So it, 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 for people to be surprised at, that as a leader, as a as a pastor, whatever I am, writer, author, speaker, Jay, punk rocker, mm-hmm. is not going to like push back on his other belief systems. is always surprising to me that people get so shocked. I'm like, how dare you, you know. Um, So yeah, that's where I'm at today. I'm a little frustrated. I probably shouldn't have got on Twitter this morning. You know, I used to have a thing like where I would not tweet and read tweets on Sunday mornings because I always Mm-mm. knew that or get on social media. You know, but I thought I was kind of past that, and I guess I wasn't. So. <laughs> um. So I guess my my Just thing one is, taste.
0: is it'll be fine. Can
1: we have good conversations? You know, can we disagree well? Can we not denounce each other? You know, watching people—it's strange to me. Like, you know, growing up in the church, it was like, you know, watching my parents suffer and go through so much as a kid, and it was so hard because people are like, "Well, what about all the people they caused to suffer?" You know, so like, I had to tune into that and be like, "Okay, well, other people were hurt and they went through this, and this is a very complicated issue." You know, and those people need to get help too, and and those people need to be re- restored as well and and healed. Um, but it seemed to always be the either or situation, like either the the church is healed or the preachers are healed. Like the preachers must be horrible, manipulative people rather than people who are just full of contradictions and human beings caught up in a religion that maybe demands too much and caught up in a theology that's legalistic and that no one can actually live up to, you know, somehow we, we, we turn those leaders into like evil masterminds, you know, and we, we don't see that and we don't see the families and we don't see the personal pain that's caused there. So we just, you know, we do that dualistic thinking again of like, well, they must be all bad cause we're hurt, you know, mm. but they you know, often in times, like in through divorces, both parties are hurt, you know? And both people feel, might feel like they're right, you know, and then over time, both people might be like, you know, oh, now I can take responsibility for what I did. Oh, now, you know, I did make that choice to go there. I did make that choice to to be under that leader or I did make that choice, you know, because sometimes I think we're like, oh, I was just manipulated, you know, but like that sells ourselves short. You know, I think we work with the best truth that we have at mm-hmm. the time mm-hmm. and go with it. And then we sometimes have to hurt, learn hard lessons like, you know what, I realize I can't put my faith... In human beings, as the end all, you know I can't, you know, trust everything that pastor says. You know I have to realize that they're a human being just like me, and they're not different. And you know, what? and if what they're saying doesn't add up, maybe I shouldn't be here. You know, or if they're raising, you know, crushing me with impossible standards, as the Bible talks about when I think Paul talks about the Pharisees and the religious leaders. It's like they cross land and sea. Oh, yeah. You know, is it Paul? Or it, it, is it Jesus? Jesus says yeah, that. Yeah, he does. You cast land and mm-hmm. seed and make a convert. To make uh, and turn twi- them,
0: twice the twice children the son- of hell.
1: Yeah, twice the sons of hell that you that are. That you are, yeah. And so we see a lot of that, you know, and then sometimes we get turned into the, the twice the people of hell. <laughs> um, But that's why we have different churches. That's why we have people speaking out. That's why revolution has started to be a, a place where we can all come from different political backgrounds. From different faith backgrounds, no faith background, no faith at all, you know, and come together and argue well, have good conversations and, and grow in this strange thing called life together. Um, I don't have all the answers by any means, um, you know, so I don't know, I guess I guess I'm still a sensitive soul and uh yeah it got to me today Mm. so maybe i shouldn't be so radical if i'm so sensitive (laughs) right i'll be fine later but also there's an amount of freedom that i feel as well is that you know i'm just going to speak what i feel is my truth and my convictions Mm -hmm. and realize that that's part of what i do it's not a popularity contest it's not to make everybody happy it's to help people maybe think critically and when you're in that position of trying to help people think critically often the first reaction is not a good one i know that my buddy pete who's helped me think more critically in my own work in life you know sometimes the first thing he says i i'm like Ugh, you know like how dare you you don't understand you know and, and then we have these conversations and sometimes i'm right often <laughs> uh, but you know, <laughs> but now then, yeah i know it's counting <laughs> but often he's correct you know and i have to end up have to end up dealing with that so i don't know um i know we're like what like 40 some odd days away from the election and so we're not Mm. supposed to say anything bad Mm. um maybe that's the problem we're supposed to be just quiet and 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 hopefully get a new president is that the point
0: i mean yeah i guess there's really not Like, nobody's going to be changing their minds at this point. We're just Mm -hmm. kind of waiting to vote and see what happens.
1: And that's the thing, is I wasn't trying to change anybody's mind on reflection on voting. Actually, I was just trying to be equal opportunist offender and say we're both hypocrites. Yeah, right. You know, just we're all human beings. It's like I'm not trying to do anything there. So anyhow, that's where I was at. I had actually a whole nother talk planned today, Um, but... We're not going to go there. I think what I'm going to do is read some of your comments. Mm. So I'm going to look at some of your guys' comments and see what you have to say. And
0: uh, we got a lot of a lot of goodins. Cheryl says, "Just be you, Jay." That in itself will always draw people to you. Always. Uh, Amy asks, "Why should any man have power over another man's faith? Seeing Christ, uh, seeing Christ Himself is the author of it." Which is, a, which is a George Fox quote. Okay, uh, And then Ray said, I love George Fox, fits so well with a lot of what goes on here. My dissertation was on Quakerism. Oh, nice. <clears throat> and Zoe says, you've given evidence that you are safe as a pastor by not endorsing a side. Thank you. And then Ray said, I concur. Oh, that's I so also nice. concur. Thank you. Yeah. That you are safe as a pastor by not endorsing a side. Yeah, that's well put. Um, Christy says... As we evolve as people, so our truth continues to evolve as well. Uh, Jenny has a comment here. I don't get how everything's political all the time. It seems like it is it is on Facebook. And if you have a side or don't have a side, then I'm going to block you. And if you don't do this, it's out of hand. Yeah, everyone – everything is heightened on Facebook for sure. Yeah, Ultimate yeah. H- I find, heightened. like,
1: I always get the wildest – I always get the wildest um, – Comments on Facebook, right,
0: right, right, right. yeah. You the know, most extreme, most extreme comments yeah. on Facebook. People are least filtered.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely.
0: Yeah, they feel you know. it's weird. They feel uh empowered for some reason. And to
1: be honest with you, I don't know if I'm going to respond at all yeah. to, to
0: what people are saying. You know, I just kind of feel know. like
1: I, I'm going to leave it there and let people work it out themselves and 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 think about it themselves. I, I honestly don't feel like there's even a need to defend.
0: Right. Yeah exactly i'm saying and i mean i don't know if this is even a direction to go but i mean i guess we're we're kind of we've got some extra time here um but like what would it do if you did if you did endorse biden you know what i mean like what actual effect would that have apart from just being on brand for you as a liberal you know what i mean yeah apart from just like jay baker liberal endorses biden oh that makes sense because it's on brand for him you know like are you are you gonna like change some of the some trump supporters mind oh jay baker likes biden oh then i'm you know like <laughs> what actual outcome would well, they see coming and then I think from I would it
1: alienate you know and also alienates my conservative brothers and sisters who also attend the church right you know
0: and but, um i'm just saying like why would they be upset like why oh, would you endorse biden i'm I, like I,
1: I think people have just really well, do even do put all their hopes in. i mean everybody's afraid i mean i get it it feels like we don't have a president right now and people are afraid i understand that
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know and uh i feel like it right now it's if you're not with us you're against us and um you know i'm gonna vote
0: yeah sure so but that's know. that's personal you know yeah um, oh, here we got some we got some flowing in now. Here, here they come. Brian Odland. Yeah. Brian says, I find it funny that we put our hopes in politicians when when Jesus is very apolitical. Uh, Christy says truth will always make some uncomfortable. And what typically comes with that is lashing out. Then it sounds like a personal attack on you, but really it's a struggle going on within them because you shook their comfortable normal. That probably kinda of goes back to the whole yeah, safety no, that's thing.
1: That's true. We kinda of get like we kinda of get shook mm-hmm. and, and go, Oh, this doesn't feel safe. This is making me not feel safe. This is making me feel comfortable and we lash out. I mean mm-hmm. I remember one year when I was speaking at um, youth specialties and I did a QA after the youth specialties, and this kid got up and just started yelling at me. And just telling me like I'm a heretic, how dare I? Wow. What about you know the law? What about this? I mean, just let just let me have it, and then ran out, and uh, that was tough, you know. And then six months later, I got a letter from this kid, and I don't know if you remember me, and I very well did remember. <laughs> I was the one who yelled at you, but what happened was is you really made me question a lot of things, and question my faith, and question my theology. And it was very uncomfortable, and that was my knee-jerk reaction. Mm. Um, but what happened is is that I feel like I've understood grace better now. Wow. You know, i read the book that you quoted. I did this, you know, and, mm. I, and I've come around to, to to thinking that this, you know, y- y- you were right. And I just wanted to say, one, I'm sorry, and two, thank you. You know, so you just never know.
0: That's interesting. That um, reminds me of, you know, the parable about um, the seeds that fall in different types of soil. Yeah. And then end up growing. It, it seems like that would have been, like, the gravel or, like, the rocky ground, that when you were, you know, how yeah. he reacted. But then the fact that that seed really took place in his heart and, like, changed his perspective, like, that's that's really cool.
1: You know, and then this week, last week, I did an interview with a guy who used to be a part of the uh, Bad Christians. Uh,
0: Bad, yeah, Bad, Bad Christian Podcast. Bad
1: Christian Podcast, which is a, uh, was a very neo-Calvinist Podcast and they were really hard on me, and it was a really wild conversation. I mean, we had a good few good laughs too, but um,
0: it's the guys from Emory, you know, they, Emory.
1: They thought I was, they thought I was very, uh, you know, lost cause basically and leading people astray. And so, this week, I, they, I guess they're no longer a, a good bad Christian podcast anymore. And so, I was interviewed by one of the guys from Bad Christian Podcast. Uh, Formally of the Bad Christian Podcast. And and I'll I'll put it up here when it comes out. Um, And now he's come around to more of a a, a different thought and kind of coming out of the neo-Calvinist movement. And we were talking about that and what that's like to go through that. So, And that was five years ago. So we just never know the journey people are on and what's going on in their lives and when they're changing. And sometimes those who attack you and and come after you and and are most critical of you are are sometimes the people who are the most – afraid or the most
0: mm, challenged or yeah. really
1: dealing with stuff and the ones that are willing to you know actually wrestle with with critical thinking and change when that when, when they feel that that's appropriate and so that was really interesting that's, yeah, too that's is, very is, interesting you know because i really believe in this you know i'm um, i'm gonna give one more story and then i'll read some more com- we'll read some mm-hmm. more comments you know um i had a a friend who came to Revolution, Brooklyn, New York, and she came in and and she goes, "Well, you think it's okay to be gay?" Blah, blah blah. She's like, "Well, you know, you're you're denying what God did in my life. God set me free. I'm not, you know, I'm not gay anymore. I'm 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 straight, and you're doing that." And I'm like, "Listen, I'm I'm not here to tell you what God's saying or what God's doing. I'm just here to tell you what my convictions are and what my understanding of the Bible is." And she goes, "You know, well, you're just saying my life is a lie and all this." And I'm like, "You know, honest, honestly, I'm not trying to do that." Um, and, and, uh, again, like a six months, a year later, mm-hmm. she came back and she goes, Jay Baker, I'm mad at you cause you were right. And I was like, what was I right about? And she's like, I am gay. And I accepted that. And I'm coming out and I want to live my life. And I'm not trying to say like, Oh, I'm so wise and wonderful that I've changed all these people. No, what I'm just saying is, is I've realized that there's people in this world that are struggling with things. We're angry about things. And they're at certain places, and they have to go through those life motion, emotions and, and things to work things out and, and to come back around, and 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 to realize these mm. things. We're all growing. Yeah, we're all going through a process, mm-hmm. and uh, hopefully, we're all growing. I mean, I've seen some, like I said before, I've seen some pastors whose theology has not changed in thirty or forty years, and I'm always like, "How do you do that?" You know, because to me, theology is constantly changing. But um. Anyhow, pardon me. Bless you. Thank you. May the Lord bless you. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it, it's sometimes we just get so caught up in these these disagreements, and um, sometimes I think that's why patience is one of the you know one of the big parts of love. Love is patient. Mm-hmm. Is the fact that sometimes we just have to give each other time. Yeah. To grow. Very
0: true. That's very very true. I've seen that firsthand. Definitely. Some more comments? Sure. Okay. Greg says, I appreciate your moral strength to not endorse anyone. I try to also personally stay independent. Biblically, biblically, Solomon was the wisest king ever, yet he had moral failings. I try to look more at actions, not personalities. Makes sense. Um, and then Ray responded to what Brian said earlier about politics and said, give to see... Quote, give to Caesar, blah, blah, blah. Jesus said clearly with that comment, don't be concerned with that stuff. Just roll with it. Um, and then Ray also said churches in Northern Ireland became very political in the 70s. And it polarized religious communities on opposite political perspectives who could have worked together in so much more in the world of humanitarianism, humanitarianism et etc."
1: Yeah. That's we've got a lot to learn from Northern Ireland.
0: Mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Definitely. Uh Cheryl says, "Yeah, you got good at pissing people off because the box we live in seems to be kicked by you a lot." <laughs> Wait, did I include myself? Oh yes, yes I did. Kick my box, Jay. Ooh, hey, kick my box. Oh, Jay. Hey, no, okay. <laughs> um kick my box <laughs> jay All right. sometimes i need to be offended and you're the best person to do it your agenda is just to love honestly and i dig that loving honestly and allowing grace to take us way way past our differences but you still be making me mad though sometimes <laughs> yeah thank you <laughs>
1: equal opportunist
0: yep That's bit, that is about it for the comments That's well thus hey far.
1: everybody i just want to say thanks for tuning in today um I hope I didn't alienate you or trigger you. Maybe I should have, and maybe it's good that I did if I did. Um, I just want to encourage you guys to think critical, critically, um, have good conversations, you know, argue well, don't throw each other out because it hurts to do that. And um, I don't want to return the favor. That a lot of people have done to me and mm-hmm. what a lot of people have done, especially to my LGBTQ brothers and sisters or my African-American brothers and sisters or and even some of my conservative brothers and sisters. You know, it's just so easy to just throw people out and it's so easy to scapegoat. And I just believe mm-hmm. like if you want to really honestly do something like take up your cross, scapegoating is not the, the method. Jesus didn't go up and say, you know, when Jesus was crucified, he didn't say, Lord – blame the romans or blame Mm -hmm. the religious leaders you know he said forgive them father for they know not what they do Mm -hmm. and to me that's the message is you know we're called to love our enemies and not scapegoat them and um if we're still putting our faith in politics um i think politics are very important but you know we have to live in the reality of the mess that they are and uh and, and and so that's what you know. I'm going to put my hope in my faith and in grace, and that's all I can do. So, thanks everybody for coming today. Um, we're getting ready to move to Seattle, and um, if you want, we could really use your support, your financial support, right now as we get ready to move the church there. We're going to be looking for a new building. Um, we're going to be trying to set up some equipment. All our equipment right now is somewhat janky (laughs) (laughs) so we could really use the help to get some equipment so we can continue to do the online services and the podcast and also uh, find a location folks. if if you guys are out in in Seattle please you know when we're out there hit us up online let us know so we can meet up with you and maybe start dreaming and and find a vision and and catch a place for us all to uh, meet as a community Um, I really do uh, love you guys and appreciate you all. Um, have, have a have a great day. See you. Bye-bye.
0: We'd like to remind you that our ministry is supported 100% by listeners like you. To make your 100% tax-deductible donation today, please visit revolutionchurch.com slash donate. You can also learn more by clicking the donate section on the website. Revelation is not... What you think of God, let's say the highest God on the throne in heaven who rules the whole world according to his infinite wisdom. No, says Luther, we don't know anything about that. That's the hidden God. The only God we have is the God who is contrary to our thinking, and that is the babe in the manger with the the dirty diaper. That is the man on the cross who dies. It's just everything we would Mm. reject, we repudiate, we hate, and that is God. That was a post-Christian podcast.